Luke chapter 16 tonight, Luke chapter 16. And uh, you'd say, well, that what, wouldn't be the message to end on the revival, uh, but it is if the Lord told you to, amen? And uh, so I wanna honor him tonight. Uh, look in verse 19, the Bible said, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment, and see Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. He cried, and he said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember. I want to take that thought tonight. There's four things in here that you will remember while you're in hell. Let me say first of all that what will you find in hell? You will find fire in hell. He said he is tormented in this flame. 1996, Billy Graham was quoted saying in the Time Life magazine that he did not really know if there was fire in hell. I can tell you the King James Bible said that there is fire in hell. There is a literal place in hell where there's real fire for those who will reject Christ. Amen. Let me say number two, that your freedom is taken away. He said you cannot go up from here to there. Your freedom is gone once you're in hell. I've heard people, they've actually told me, I'm sure in witnessing they've told you, uh, oh, we're gonna have a party in hell. No, you're not gonna have a party in hell. There'll be no, uh, there'll be no Budweiser in hell. There'll be no laughing and, and partying in hell. Matter of fact, the Bible said there'd be weeping and wailing uh, and gnashing of teeth, amen. Uh, there'll be uh, no party in hell. Can I say that? There'll be fear in hell, amen. Uh, the Bible said that it'll be outer darkness. Uh, darkness will make it gnash your teeth. Uh, uh, then the Bible said the worm dieth not. I know there's different beliefs on that. I just literally take the Bible, what it said, a, a grub worm or a maggot, there's worms in hell. And the Bible said uh, that it does not die. Uh, uh, they found some worms several years ago at the bottom of the ocean uh, and they were gathering around the warmest part uh, at the bottom of the ocean and they were about eight feet long. Uh, I'm telling you, if God said there's worms in hell, then there's worms in hell, amen. I'm not trying to scare you tonight. I'm just being a realist. And so there's fear because of the darkness. There's fear because of the worms. You say, number two, who is in hell? I'd say the religious person is in hell tonight. Are those who sometimes sing in the choir? Are those who sometimes tithe and give every Sunday? But they've never repented of their sin? 
Him. Uh, they're trusting of uh, their good works. They're trusting of uh, what they have done. Uh, uh, they're trusting and leaning on uh, their own goodness. Uh, and I'm telling you, that's not going to get the job done. You can grow up in church uh, and abide by the laws uh, and be a good citizen. But if you don't repent of your sin and trust the blood, you'll die and go to devil's hell. I'm telling you, you better have a more than religion tonight. You better have salvation. There better be a time in your life that you trusted Christ and he moved in your heart and he changed your life. As someone as big as God moves inside of you, you know it if God lives there or not. Amen. Oh, yes you do. The religious are in hell. The rebellious are in hell. Maybe someone here tonight, you're abiding your time like that prodigal. And what you have done is shaking your fist in God's face and said, I'm going to do it my way. I'll do what I want to do. You can do that, friend, but you'll wake up in a devil's hell. I'm telling you as sure as I'm standing here tonight, I don't know who's lost in this building, but I know somebody is because the Lord told me this afternoon to preach it as we was praying all morning seeking the face of God. I know it's familiar to us, but I'm telling you we don't preach it enough. Hell's a real place and real people go to a real hell. I thank God I'm not going to hell tonight. I thank God that I've been washed in the blood. I thank God I repented of my sin. I thank God, hallelujah, I go to bed every night and sleep like a baby because I know if I die in the middle of the night, I'm gonna wake up on the other side. I thank God I know where I'm headed, hallelujah. I'm glad, I know it's real in my soul, amen. Hallelujah, amen. The rebellious are there. Can I say the rejecters there? Maybe you're not so much rebellious, you just keep saying I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then one day you wake up in hell. He who plans to get saved at 11 o'clock dies at 10.30. You don't know when you're gonna have another opportunity. You're a fool tonight, you hear me. You're a fool to leave this place. You know in your heart you're not saved. You're playing a game. You're a fool because you may lose your life by tomorrow or even tonight. Uh, you could die in your sleep. Uh, you don't have to be old to die, you hear me? Uh, I'm telling you, you're a fool tonight. Uh, I wouldn't gamble with my soul for all the money in the world. Uh, if I knew I was going to hell, I'd run down that aisle as fast as I could and get born again. Hallelujah. Amen. The rejecter, the self-righteous are in hell. Oh, not me. I'm a good person. I'm, I don't need God. I, I, I've been good. I, I do all that I'm supposed to do. I honor mom and dad. I obey the rules. I'm telling you, without repentance, you'll die and go to hell. 
We live in a day where they don't preach repentance a lot. Brother Chris, I read a book that was written in 1901. And here's what the man said in 1901. He said, I'm afraid in our day we have quit preaching repentance. Can you imagine where we are 120 years later? Oh, I'm telling you, you know why we don't preach it? Uh, Some people don't preach it because uh, uh, people don't like it. They don't like to hear that they're drunkards. Uh, uh, Alcoholics, they're drunkards. Uh, uh, They're lost without God and they need to be repent and be saved, amen. Oh, yes, sir. I'm telling you, I'm gonna give you four things uh, and we'll be done. Number one, uh, you'll remember that certain person in your life. You know what he said? It was a certain beggar. It just wasn't anybody. It was a certain beggar. You're going to remember that certain person that God put in your life. You're going to remember that they had good character, that they were really real. Uh, you see, there's a lot of people who claim the name, but they remain the same. Uh, but thank God there are some people uh, that love you and pray for you and you know deep down in your heart uh, uh, that they are real uh, and if you die and go to hell uh, you're going to think about and remember uh, that person in your life uh, that God had put there uh, to be a red light uh, uh, to hell in your life Uh, I'm telling you God has placed people in your life uh, uh, to try to stop you uh, from going to hell I'm glad God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm glad, thank God, hallelujah, that God put people in my life to help me get to Calvary, amen. And if you die and go to hell, you're gonna remember that person, amen. They had character. They had concern and wept for you. You're gonna remember that. You're going to remember that individual who came to you and asked you to come, who told you they loved you and who prayed for you, and you spurned them and went your own way. I'm going to tell you something. Hell's not a joke tonight. Hell's not a place. I've got family members that are going there, and it breaks my heart. Brother Jack, there's not a thing I can do. I can't make them get saved tonight. They know that hell's a real place. I'm telling you, you're going to remember the person in your life. Number two, you're going to remember the place. The Bible said in verse 20, he was at the gate. You're going to remember. He said, son, remember uh, at the gate. Uh, he was telling that rich man, you remember that old fellow over there, that old Lazarus, that beggar was at the gate. You know what you're going to remember? You're going to remember the place uh, that God convinced you that you were lost. You're going to remember that. Uh, you're going to remember how uh, that there came a day that God turned the light on in your soul and he said, you uh, are lost uh, and you need to be saved uh, and you'll be spending eternity in a lake of fire and you'll always remember I remember the time that God the God of heaven showed me and revealed to me that I was lost I thank God for that time I thank God 1972 at the west side independent Baptist church I went there as a little eight year old boy lost without God and the Holy Ghost of God he said to me you're a sinner you're lost and you're going to hell and I want to save you I want to change you I want to take you to heaven I'm glad thank God I've got a good
of our sin. Amen. You're going to remember where he convicts you, where your heart beat out of your chest. You knew you ought to go. First time I got saved, or first time I went to church, I didn't get saved. God dealt with me, Brother Jonathan. And I'm telling you, the tears ran down my cheeks. I never, never felt that before. That sweet voice said, would you come, would you come? Brother Daniel, I, I didn't come that day. He let me come back another time, and he dealt with me again. He let me come back the third time, and he spoke to me again. And I'm glad that I yielded to that tender embrace. Hallelujah. You hear me tonight? He's a knocking on your door right now. Your hearts are beating fast in your chest. You know that I'm a telling you right. You know that the Holy Ghost has already convinced you. He's already convicted you. And if you die without God and you go to hell, you'll remember that day of the rest of eternity forever and ever. And ever and ever, you remember how that God convicted you that He thought enough of you. He came by your way and He knocked on your heart's door and He gave you an opportunity. I'll never believe, uh, as long as I'm in my right mind, that God destines people to go to hell. He gives every man an opportunity. He said, If you're thirsty, come and get a drink of water. I'm glad, thank God. That I did. I'm glad I got a drink of water and I've been a drinkhead ever since. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You will be reminded of that place in your life. I think you'll be reminded of the preacher in your life. How did he recognize Abraham? Father Abraham. No doubt he'd been preached to. You're going to remember that preacher. Brother Andrew, they're going to remember that preacher that loved him. I thought about the other day, the preacher. I was talking to Brother Tim Floor last week. and His dad was the one who started the church where I got saved. What about that? Amen. But I was talking about the man who took over for his dad. His name was Wilbur Slack, Brother Slack. He was kind of a backwards man, kind of timid and shy. But <laughs> the day that dad finally went to church, he walked there back to the aisle where he was standing, pointed that old bony finger right in his face. He said, you may be the meanest man in Cleveland, but God can save you too, hallelujah. You know what? Uh, you'll never forget the preacher. You'll never forget. Uh, uh, listen, in hell, it'll be over and over and over in your mind for eternity. Uh, the preacher that loved you uh, and the preacher, you know what? You'll, you'll remember the message. Uh, you'll remember if you're here tonight and you go to hell, you'll remember not only me but other preachers and the pastor that preached on hell and you sat there and you listened to that. Uh, you're going to remember the message. You're going to remember the moment that God dealt with you. Galilee Baptist Church where I was a member before I joined here. Brother Ronnie Simpson started the church around 1983 or four, a couple years before he had resigned, went into evangelism. Four teenagers came one morning. 
they just finished high school. They came and they sat and they got, they listened, they got in the car and they was going home. One of them spoke up and said, man, that really, that really spoke to me. Why don't we go next Sunday, all of us, and get saved? Brother Sam, all four of them said, we're going to go next Sunday and get saved. But they said, but before we do, let's go party one more night. They went partying one more night. They had a wreck. They killed three of them. That's how they found out the story. All of them, when they left that Sunday morning, told the preacher at the back, we'll be here next Sunday. They had all the intentions of the world to be back next Sunday. One of them actually did come back in the casket. They had his funeral that next Sunday. Here's four young people that got dealt with. I mean, God smote them. They, they were weeping. They, they got out in their car and said, man, we need to do that. We need to be saved. Let's get saved next Sunday. They've been in hell a long time. And don't you know they replay that Sunday morning in their soul and in their mind and in their heart and say, oh, wish to God we'd have went down the aisle and got saved by the grace of God. You say, preacher, you trying to make me scared? No, I'm just telling you there's reality. There's people that have good intentions, but good intentions will land you in hell. Don't you know... My brother that's been in hell since 1984. He'd trade places with you tonight if you'd trade places with him. But Brother Danny, he can't get out. He's going to get out one day to be judged and cast into a lake of fire. You see, you remember that preacher. And then lastly, you remember that parent. Isn't it odd in verse 27? He didn't say, go tell my dad and my brothers. He said, go to my father's house, but tell my brothers. Could it be that dad was a saved man? Maybe he was passed away, I don't know. But could it be that he was a saved man? And when you go to hell, you're going to remember that parent that prayed for you, that wept for you that had family order and knelt down and begged God to save him and you slipped in the house didn't know they was praying and you heard them call out your name and they were weeping for you you'll never forget that friend you'll remember that parent who loved you and labored over you and prayed for you and you went to hell anyway if my Siblings, go to hell. It'll be over all the prayers of my dad. I pray for them too, but dad prayed for them all the time. You know what? You can't make them get saved. I can't make you get saved tonight. But I'm telling you, you're a fool to walk over that mom and dad's love them grandparents love and them brothers and sisters love. You're a fool tonight. Why do you want, what, what possesses you to go to hell? You know, the devil's a liar to you. 
You know what my brother told me when I was witnessing to him? He was in the hospital with leukemia. He only got to live to be 24 years old. And I said to him, John, you're, you're dying. And you're going to hell without God. Brother Laddie, here's what he said to me. Oh, he said, I'm not going to die. That devil's such a liar. He said, I'm not going to die. I'm going to get out of here. And I'm going to drink another fifth of liquor. And I'm going to smoke some more dope. And I'm going to have the biggest party of my life. That was around May. And he died in September. And he never got out of the hospital. He listened to me tonight. You're going to remember some things. He said, son, I want you to remember some things. Remember that person that was put in your life. Remember that place that I dealt with you. Remember that preacher that gave you the gospel. And remember that parent who loves you tonight. Beyond compare, the only treasure a man can take with him out of this life is his family. You mean all the world to your parents. You mean more than anything that they have. You hear me tonight? I wouldn't go to hell for nobody. Let